Hello friends, welcome to Lean In with Lexi. I'm your host, a certified personal trainer and nutritionist, a lifestyle entrepreneur and a minimalist who is a traveling gypsy with her entire family. Personal development is literally my love language and that's how we got here. I want a life that is extraordinary, filled with countless memories with less stuff getting in the way. This podcast is here to grow and create impact for you to show up for your life. Each week we'll be diving into all of it. I am here to help you lean into all the things you are facing because this is real life, folks, and you deserve to live a life at a level 10. Hey guys, welcome back to Lena with Lexi. I'm so excited to have you here. I got such positive feedback from my last podcast, which definitely was not the easiest thing to talk about, but I'm glad I did because I brought some awareness to the topic. If you haven't had a chance, please go and check it out. And then I did get a lot of feedback on people questioning how they can make themselves feel better in the process between having an explant. And I am a firm believer as a nutritionist and a personal trainer that food is our medicine and food is fuel. So if you're eating right, if you're getting outside in your activity and you're reducing your stress, these things are going to help you live your life at a level 10, right? You're going to be fueling your body with the vitamins, the minerals, the phytonutrients, the antioxidants that it needs to survive. So while it's trying to live with that foreign object inside of you, or you're having joint pain or inflammation, like it doesn't even need to be about breast implants, but if you have so much inflammation in your body that you feel awful and you feel lethargic and you have no energy, then you are lacking something, right? So let food heal you and be your medicine. So some things I think that are great for weight loss, anti-inflammatory, that I have seen work really well with some of my clients, and I wanna go and talk about them to you guys today. So the first thing is obviously stress is huge. If we have too much stress in our body, we're in that fight or flight, which happens all the time if we are moms and we're working full-time, we have to take care of the kids and we have to do dinner, to driving. Just the daily life nowadays is such a hustle and bustle mentality that I feel like we're always in a state of fight or flight, which is not good. So taking a moment to like relax, do something that is important to you that makes you feel good that really lets your mind calm down and then the next thing is to be nice to ourselves talking to yourself as if you were talking to a friend all too often we revert to negative self-talk when it comes to our bodies you look so fat and that might pop into your head when you talk about yourself but you would never use such harsh words when you are talking to someone near and dear to you Try to be your biggest fan instead of your worst enemy. That negative talk could lead to apathy. It could also lead to overeating. It could also lead to like dietary sabotage. So we want to make sure that we are the best advocate for ourselves. So we all do it. It's not something that's going to stop, but you can change the thought process that goes along with that. So for example, like I said, I feel so fat and that if I start to say something like that to myself when I'm looking at myself in the mirror, then I will say bullshit, right? Because I'm stopping that thought process in its tracks. So I'm like going backwards, right? And then I will say three positive things about myself. I love my eyes. My booty looks amazing in these pants. I have the best smile. So that way I am putting myself into that glass is half full scenario. I am making myself feel better about myself. So I'm not getting caught up in that negative self-talk. And then when it comes to eating, right? Ask yourself if you're really hungry. We tend to eat because of boredom, stress, emotional eating, 
wrapped around celebration, right? And these things can lead to inflammation. These things can lead to us not feeling good about ourselves. This can lead to having low energy, right? Feeling lethargic. So learn the difference between your physical hunger and your emotional hunger. Traditional diets cut our calories, which can seem like a drastic change if you are used to eating more food than your body needs. And then you'll feel deprived. And then it's hard to find the motivation to continue because you feel like you're starving. So this is why most traditional diets fail. Instead, focus on fueling your body when you're hungry with healthy, nourishing foods that'll help to fight inflammation, that'll help to make you have the best energy possible. And it'll give you confidence within yourself and your body image, right? So if you have a habit of reaching for that snack at two o'clock all the time, ask yourself if you're really hungry. And a thing that I have done with my clients in the past is on a scale of one to 10, one being like you're absolutely famished, you're going to die because you haven't eaten anything. And 10 being you are so full, you have to unbutton your pants, you're going to burst the seams. You want to eat when you're somewhere between a five and a six. So you're like in that middle ground. So four, five, six, I guess would be a great indicator. So this way you're not overeating, but you are eating enough to fuel your body so it's not getting into low blood sugar. I know I am not a pleasant person when I am starving and I always will tend to overeat because those signals aren't there in my brain to tell me that I'm now full. I'm just over, like my body has so much excitement about the food because I've waited so long to eat. Another good indicator to figure out if you're at like a five or a six on that scale of one to 10 is if you would eat something that you don't love, but you you tolerate or you eat like an apple or a banana or an orange or something that's healthy, like a salad, and but you wouldn't necessarily gravitate towards. But if you would eat it, then you're hungry enough to have food, if that makes sense. But if that is something you're like, ew, that's not what I want at all, then you're not hungry and it's an emotional issue that you're having and you need to really figure out what that is. So it might be because you're tired or you're bored or you're thirsty. This is a huge one, guys. We tend to overeat or eat when we're really just dehydrated. So if you're hungry, have that healthy snack. If you're not, figure out what emotion is really going on and address that. Shifting the focus to this mindset makes losing that inflammation, having that brain fog lifted so much easier, right? Stop dwelling on what you shouldn't eat. If you're focusing on that, that's what you're going to think about all the time. And it's going to be very hard not to crack to those cravings, right? So stop, focus on the foods and the drinks you should be saying yes to, to then rather focus on the ones that you should cut. If your mantra is no junk food, it's likely that junk food is the very thing you're going to have at that next meal because it's on the top of your mind. Rather, focus on eating healthy foods that you love. Like, I love roasted cauliflower. My one-and-a-half-year-old loves roasted cauliflower, so I am going to focus on that. I love hummus. So focusing on incorporating that into my meal plan. I love my breakfast. My breakfast is something I look forward to every single day. Like, I can't get enough of it. So find those foods that are healthy that you absolutely love and just make sure that you're incorporating them into your meal plan because then it's going to make things so much easier when you're trying to stay on track when you're not feeling your healthiest. Eat whole foods. Obviously, this is a no-brainer because those whole foods are going to have all those vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients, antioxidants that our body needs to flourish and to fight off anything that we are having. So if you have brain fog, if you have acne, if you have like I don't know, if you're just not feeling your gut issues, if you're bloated, whatever it may be, it's because your body is lacking something it needs and you're not fueling your body appropriately. 
some people might not believe me and that's fine, but just through experience as a nutritionist and as a personal trainer, this is what is the problem. And I'm not saying it's easy. It is not easy to get off a sugar addiction. It is not easy to get off a junk food addiction. Um, so that's why slow steps are the better. And I will get into that in a second. But if you have these issues that are derailing you and making you feel absolutely awful, you really need to focus on eating whole foods. And then that weight loss, that brain fog, that energy will happen as a side effect of choosing whole foods that provide the nutrients that you need. New research actually demonstrates that foods labeled as AKA healthy are actually contributing to the obesity crisis that we are having because people are more likely to overeat these because they think, oh, I'm going to have the small Oreos, the thinner Oreos, and they're healthier for me. But instead of having two normal Oreos, they go and eat the whole carton of Oreos. You know what I mean? So make smarter decisions. If it's labeled healthy, 99.9% chance that it is not healthy for you at all. And it's probably full of processed chemicals and nutrients that are going to just strip your body of what it actually needs. Move more. So if you're having joint pain, if you're having that brain fog, all of those things that we talked about, you need to get out and move. And, you know, physical activity guidelines for American adults are to move at least 150 minutes of moderate intense exercise per week. So I say like just incorporate walking or running, strength training, cardiovascular work, core work, whatever swimming, whatever is going to get you out moving. That is the most important thing. Getting outside too and getting some vitamin D. Sunshine is so good for your mental health. If you're suffering from depression, which is going to lead to inflammation throughout your body, right? Because you're living in a state of stress. The best thing you can do is to go outside and get some sun, drink some water, right? And move a little bit. So there's a fine line there too. So I know as a personal trainer, if you are in a constant state of fight or flight, if you do too much exercise, especially as females, we are going to send our body into a tizzy. So you want to make sure that you're moving, but not putting your body under too much stress. So you're in a constant state of fight or flight. And that's a fine line. But if you're moving your body, the blood is flowing through your body, you are going to break up anything that's stagnant or sitting around or causing the inflammation pain, right? Those joints are achy because they're not moving. You're not getting blood through them. So blood heals us, right? When our blood is flowing and it's fresh, we are feeling our best. I know that sounds crazy, but it is true. Also, another big thing is I hear a lot from being a personal trainer is that people want to diet and they want to cut out the fat. Do not cut out fat. If you, I've been talking about joint pain a lot, that's because people talk to me about joint pain all the time. You are lacking fat in your diet and especially that omega-3s fat and fish like salmon. So I will tell people if they're feeling lethargic, if their bones are achy, their joints are achy, they need to get in more fats. And the best way to do that is to get a really good supplement of fish oil and literally get the liquid that you put on a spoon and you just gag down. It might not be the best at first because your body's not used to it. Your taste buds aren't used to it, but the more you do it, the better you're going to feel and the more easy it's going to be to take these things. So think of a car. Your car cannot run without gas. It lubricates everything. That's the same thing with fats. They lubricate our joints, our muscles. They wrap around our organs to make sure they're insulated. We need fat in our diet. It also helps to keep us full longer. Okay, guys? Fat is our friend. It helps to get the vitamins and minerals from our other foods distributed throughout our body. So if we're not using those fats, it's like the vessel, right? That helps to get these vitamins and minerals into us. So make sure you're getting fats like avocados, nuts, like I said, the fish oils, whatever you, krill oils, if you're a vegan or vegetarian, flaxseed, 
trying to get those into your diet every single day. This is also, they're high caloric, but they break down slower. So they're going to help to keep you full longer. So you're not overeating too. And then making a plan, right? Making a plan for your activity. So you're putting it into your date book and you're doing it, right? Because this is going to make you feel good and it's going to make you feel accomplished. So your mindset is better. Also with your meals, if you are having an issue and you're feeling like you have lots of inflammation and you're not feeling your best, if you make a plan, you're more apt to do it if you write it down, right? Because it's pen to paper. It's like that visual concept. It processes in your brain and you're actually going to get it done and then share it with somebody. So I find that if I let my husband know that we are going to do X, Y, and Z, he's going to cook three days a week. I'm going to cook three days a week and we'll go out one day a week. Like this is what we will adhere to. We want to make sure that we set you up for success. And in my experience, the people who plan are the ones that will succeed. And then just make sure, like I said before, like you're making sure your favorite meals are in your meal plans for the week, right? So don't eliminate the foods you love. Instead, learn how to make them in a healthier way. For example, don't stop eating pasta. Just add lots of vegetables and lean proteins like shrimp or chicken or beans to the pasta bowl, right? And then maybe avoiding those heavier cream sauces or extra, extra cheese all over it. And stop eating out. Make it at home. Like you're going to cut those calories and the saturated fats, which are the bad fats, in half by making sure you make those meals in your own kitchen. And then make changes you can stick with. Find a diet and a lifestyle that you can embrace forever. So it's all about making healthier habits that you can stick to all the time. For example, like don't just cut out everything. Like I said, find a way to incorporate a healthier version into your meals. But maybe you just want to get a lot of water in. Maybe you want to focus this week on getting in 96 ounces of water every single day. And once you have that down and you're not thinking about it, it's not stressing you out, then go and add something else to your plate because it's creating that habit that you can stick to for a lifetime. And this way you don't feel like you're depriving yourself or you're becoming over obsessed with it, right? And then follow your own path. There is no one meal plan that will satisfy everybody. People have to find what works for them and their families and their time schedules. Like I said, if you're stressing over this, it's not going to work. You're going to fall off or you're going to put yourself in a fight or flight. And that's not going to be good if you're feeling ill or lethargic or any of those things I had listed above. And just take things slow one day at a time. Do not try to change everything about your diet at once. Start by making one improvement in what you're eating or you're drinking. Don't try to change it all. And then these healthier lifestyles will just kind of start working their way into your life and it'll be more sustainable. I find that when you start fueling your body the way that it should be, you're going to feel better. Your mindset's going to be better. And those pains that you're having will tend to diminish or they will, if they're at a level 10, they'll go to a level five, right? So it's finding that right balance, right? So if you are someone who is in a state of fight or flight all the time, you know, your food's going to help you because you're giving your body what it needs, but also really finding something that you can enjoy doing, meditating, journal, breath work, going for a walk, listening to the birds, whatever it may be for you, and then taking it from there one step at a time. But if you guys have any questions or you need anything, I am always here to help. I hope that you could take something from this podcast today and incorporate into your lifestyle just one day at a time, two millimeters a day change in the right direction is going to help you live a life at a level 10. Thank you guys. And I will see you next week. 
Thank you, friends, for taking the time to lean in with me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a second to subscribe. Leave a five-star review and share it with a friend. This will help to spread the love and positivity on my mission to help everyone lean into a life they love. Now go spread kindness and show the world how amazing you are.